You'll never write well if you fear dying. Do you? Yeah, I do. I'd say it's probably, might be my greatest fear, actually. Well, it's something all men before you have done, all men will do. I know, I know. Have you ever made love to a truly great woman? Actually, my fiance is pretty sexy. And when you make love to her, you feel true and beautiful passion, and you, for at least that moment, lose your fear of death. No, that, that doesn't happen. I believe that love that is true and real creates a respite from death. All cowardice comes from not loving or not loving well, which is the same thing. And when the man who is brave and true looks death squarely in the face, like some rhino hunters I know, or Belmonte, who's truly brave, it is because they love with sufficient passion to push death out of their minds until it returns as it does to all men. And then you must make really good love again. Think about it. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Erdenbeck. I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everybody, and everything and everything that's going around in the world today. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here. Worldwide. Worldwide soberless thoughts. Everybody's getting drunk. <laughs> Are you getting drunk tonight, Alex? I'm trying to. Well, Starting it off. We're going to try. We found out tonight that our local liquor store, apparently Monday through Thursday, closes at fucking nine o'clock yep all of them every single damn one of them all of them so fuck them guys yeah who is not drinking at nine o'clock that's the real question yeah don't people just start around then right that's that's the thing they, right you start at nine o'clock yeah it's nine o'clock somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i mean jesus uh tonight we are drinking something that is our version, I guess. Yes. Of a Denver donkey. Denver donkey. A Denver donkey. Yep. Which is which is like an offshoot of a Moscow mule. Pretty much. But the reason we're drinking a Denver a Denver donkey, <laughs> a, a Dicker donkey. Yeah. A Denver donkey is why, Alex? Because we're doing the Denver Airport International Conspiracies. So tonight we are drinking the Denver Donkey. Denver Donkey. All right. So what is this, Alex? Well, you take one part Jack and two parts ass. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so a Denver Donkey. So if you're playing the home game, uh, if you want to make a traditional one, you would take a ginger beer. Then you would actually, if you want a true Denver Donkey, because that's where the hipsters, that's where they make hipsters. Uh, you would take basically ginger lime, uh, like ginger beer kombucha is what I saw the recipe. I'm like kombucha, which I talked about on there. Like if we do another non-alcoholic episode, we're doing kombucha. Uh, okay. And we're only going to need one bottle. Cause I, okay. I don't think you've had it before. Nope. Okay. Does not sound familiar. Uh, I'll bring the Tums. Uh, oh, Okay. So yeah, it's one of those. Um, but is it spicy? No, it is sour as hell. Oh, that sucks. Uh, it's basically drinking liquid vinegar, is what it is. I, I didn't want to ruin it. I wanted to see your face, but mm. it's 
they ferment it. I'm they, sure whenever we drink it, I'll have forgot this already. So yeah. it'll be all right. Kombucha. Um, I won't yeah. remember. So the real version is honey vodka, spring 44. We didn't have it. We couldn't find it. So we got Smirnoff honey, wild honey. So you know it's good, good. Um, then you would do the ginger lime mule uh, kombucha. And if you want to get real fancy, you could just break down your own ginger and throw in some lime and do that whole thing. But we ain't, we going uh, easy route tonight, and we're doing a little low calorie. So Smirnoff Honey Vodka, and we have these ginger lime mule seltzers from Polar Seltzer Water. Uh, I actually drink the piss out of these things. I like them a lot. I can't stop drinking them. I cannot stand seltzer water. So thank God we put vodka in it. <laughs> yeah. To water it down. Yeah. Yep. So uh yeah. Let's right. uh let's give these healthy drinks a try. Cheers. Cheers. Clinky clinky. Oh, I just poured it all over my laptop. Yeah, mine too. We started in the morning, kid. Oh, that's 30 proof. 30 I'm proof. I'm sorry. Okay. I did mess up. They, uh, so it's 30% alcohol, AB, uh, not ABV. Holy shit. What is ABV? But whatever. 30% alcohol, uh, 60 proof. Um, but I just pour like a shot on top of this, and I still can't taste the honey. I just refilled my glass I with it. I saw that. <laughs> Either Smirnoff is destroying the vodka honey game all right that tastes better i got a little hint of honey a little whisper oh that's that's way better okay yeah. a little 
Mm-mm. So what I'm going to do next time is I'm going to pour a shot of this stuff in and then fill it the rest of the way up with the vodka, and it'll be great. Yeah, we this, might have watered it this down. This bottle of vodka is going to be over by the – it's going to be done <laughs> by the end of this episode. Right. If I have anything to say about it. Right. All right. So tonight our uh, podcast episode – I, every time I want to say, every time I want to say episode, this episode, I say podcast. Yeah. Why, why does that happen? I don't know. Every fucking time. <laughs> every fucking time. This episode uh, tonight, we're talking about the Denver airport. So I thought, what better sponsor of ours to bring in as our sponsor for the Denver airport than theracon.com <laughs> so this this week's episode is brought to you by theracon.com yeah uh where you get all your uh therapy needs by convicts uh and that's fucking a right right know? fucking a right actually you know what alex and i are going to do right now an impromptu call from theracon.com <laughs> where uh, basically Alex is going to call in to theracon.com and I'm going to be the con and we're going to give you an idea of what theracon.com does for you, the listener. Go ahead, Alex. All right. All right. Ring, 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 ring. Yo, motherfucker, what's up? Hey, it's, it's Alex again. I, I, I'm just feeling really sad. Yeah, yeah, why's that? Well, I, you know, I, I, I'm just not happy where I work. And and the boss, I, he he looked me over again for another promotion. Hey, hey, all right, all right, just stop right there. Listen, you got uh, okay. a fucking job, right? Yeah, yeah. You got a fucking job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Well, yeah. be happy, motherfucker. Oh. Next call. And that's what you'll find on Theracon.com. Right. Just great life advice just like that. You know, as I crunch on ice, I know we're fucking around, but there were some words to wisdom in that. I'm just saying, we might start an offshoot business plan where we really do this. <laughs> Dude, it, I mean, it's for real, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see why not. I mean, cheap labor. <laughs> <laughs> right? But look, man, we'll give you X amount of money. You can buy bars of soaps and cigarettes, whatever you want. Right. Um, you're helping people. Um, you know, uh, just don't ask for their picture. Yeah, no pictures. Uh, don't breathe heavily into the phone. Yeah, no masturbating while you're talking to right. females that call in. Right. It's very simple rules. Yeah. I think we got a shot. Right. All right. Denver Airport, buddy. Let's do this. Yeah, that was the part of it. I, I was thinking of like the good side of that. Just side note, where of like ah, maybe it's someone who's learned their lesson. They're trying to help people. And then the other side of that is exactly like I was like, oh my god, that could go very horrific. Theracon. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, yeah. So theracon.com. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, dude, it could go horrifically wrong or it could go amazingly right. Yeah, I'm just saying I would drunk dial that for sure. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> you'd have to set up like a monthly subscription. <laughs> it's like, you know, 15 bucks a month. Right. You'd call anytime. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Like, what if, what if you could... What if you could FaceTime someone in jail, but like you did it as like, you know, back in the day, you've got like, you're throwing like a house party and you're like, I want them to be involved. So you like inmate seven, six, four, nine, two, you just put their face on the TV and there's a little camera and you can talk to them throughout the night. Like, I think that would be bad for them though. I know. Like I actually, as I was saying that I was like, it would be crazy, like if they were like into it and having a good time. But man, that could get really like they're just like that's the world yeah. I can't go to. Right, man, that got depressing. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. not do that. Yeah, let's not, definitely not do that. No wow. FaceTime. If they can't see pictures, you can't FaceTime them. Yeah, I, that's the other thing. You'd just be like, is, it, is that guy's dick out? Right. <laughs> like every every call it's it ends that would, way. It's all you would hear from the TV yeah. is. Hey. Show me yeah hey you no no not the girl the guy behind you (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i'll be waiting for you yummy yeah 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 the denver airport yeah Uh, the denver airport what we what's that what's that all about it's so it's an international airport it's an international it's in denver it's in denver it's a mile high already yeah so the landing must be easy yeah exactly <laughs> you can come into the landing at any direction right. whatever the headwinds are they've yeah. got you sweet that uh, sounds great yeah they laid it out in a specific pattern that is easy to approach <laughs> yeah i heard it looks a bit like a pentagram <laughs> <laughs> kind of um a little bit more uh a little bit more nazi oriented Oh, oh. <laughs> so that's the first oh. tip off to the yeah. ball game is that yeah their layout of the uh not the hangers the runways yeah are in the shape of a swastika oh okay so literally like you go out you hang a right very quickly and then a big long ass runway and basically they have four of them the the main ones and they're now, what they say is because it's for they could arrive and departure depending on the headwinds and storms and all things like that. But yeah, there's there's been and actually you went to the Air Force, uh, so yeah. you might have some knowledge on this. But there was people that have been in aeronautical engineering or layouts and that kind of thing have said like they didn't have to do it that way. They could have like not so sh- like sharp structured where you're out and over like. Like they could have gone the other direction or they could have like, I don't know, spiraled. I don't know. It's just things I heard on. Uh, well, yeah, there's many different ways that you could do it. Right. Many different ways. Uh, but to do it specifically that way, I feel like is definitely an architecture design. Yeah. Uh, because when they build these things they got to have it all laid out (laughs) beforehand right and you have blueprints and everything else and you have a big picture and a lot of times they even have miniaturized models of what it's going to look like before before they even build anything or before they break ground you know exactly what it's going to look like right so you're looking down at this model 
and you know that they saw that it looks like a fucking swastika. Yeah. Um, the, the, but here's the thing. Um, like, which means peace, by the way. Yeah, in Buddhists. Yeah. Um, because it was a bastardized way. Now, granted, now here's something funny. So I'm actually looking at the layout right here. Like I could see what people are saying, but there are like two runways side by side on the, let's say the northern way, and there's two going down. But if you look within the, because there's also like little side roads and stuff like that. But like the main right. roads, like basically, if you markered out all the other roads, you can see vaguely that like a swastika right uh but it's it's not the most um it's not like in your face right oh, and, yeah. and it, i'm it, sure if you took like city streets like enough of them yeah yeah you could make whatever kind of crazy ass design you wanted if you x'd out all the other streets right yeah like i gotta stop eating ice um <laughs> it's a habit and i'm sorry for all the listeners um when i'm drinking something i don't drink stuff with ice very often because when i do i just sit there and crunch on it um i've got a <laughs> like it's a probably same reason i like chips like it just I, it's the crunch i just yeah. whatever sorry I just like the crunch yeah just like the crunchies okay. um but yeah so i'm gonna show mike so this is the layout He's looking at it right now. Yeah. So you can kind of see what I'm talking about, but it's not. See, it, what I do is if I squint my eyes. Yeah. And I lean my head back, I can definitely see a swastika there. Yeah. So it is obscure, and it's like I get what they're trying to do because you, you cover every direction, north, south, east, west. But you have so many other roads that's with it. It's kind of like, eh, kind of. But I don't know, man. That's yeah. that's that's pushing it. I feel like right. It's um, it's definitely one of those where it's like, mm, I don't know about that. So that's what we're starting out with with we're, this conspiracy here is the swastika yeah. runways. What, well, yeah, I mean, because we could actually tiptoe that over to more, uh, maybe kind of similar thing so there there's a bunch of artwork throughout uh the denver airport as yeah. a lot of airports will have nowadays honestly if you're a famous artist if you want for the world to see your art the best place for you to put it would not be a museum but an airport if you that's think right. about it yeah because way more people will see it right and that's I feel like that's the reason for all artists to create art is for the world to see it. No, see, uh, I prefer my art to stay unseen. Right. Unseen art. I mean, a lot of artists. This is real art. I mean, you know, true artists like like Van Gogh, I think he was broke as hell yeah. when he died. And then. Uh, like Andy Warhol. Now he was popular are you kidding me i was like sitting there going yeah wait no he's popular as shit when he was alive um da vinci maybe i mean he was popular but he wasn't rich leonardo da vinci was very famous right um in his time in his time he was very famous 
See, uh, didn't you ever watch that show, Da Vinci? No. Yeah, that was a good show. Lots of nudity. <laughs> I, um, Mandy will never watch it. No. For uh, exactly that reason. Yeah, Cass won't either. I can already tell you. Um, if it's not a CW, <laughs> there's not a little frog on the bottom right hand corner. If, if it won't, if it won't be able to be played on the CW channel, then I'm sorry, but you're not going to get either one of these girls to watch it. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, I got cast to get interested in watching Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's my my newest one. I'm actually pretty excited about, like, oh, hell yes. I'm a big fan of Peaky Blinders. What are you about to just eat that ice? Is that what you're about to do? No. There's uh, nothing in there. <laughs> He's stopping me. There's nothing but a cup of ice. <laughs> I wanted the last sip. Okay. All right. There's all right. So I, you know, so first of all, you know, we haven't done in a while on a uh, rating scale of James Bond to uh, ten. What do you rate this? Six. Six. I'm gonna go five because I there is a off hint of something in this drink that is, if I may say, a little floral um, on the aftertaste, and I don't know what that is. And I think it's the honey. I don't know. I might go with a five too because I just can't get the right mixture in this. Right. Like I don't know. We're struggle busting. Like, like ever since uh like I get too much of the too much of the spritzer and then too much of the vodka and then yeah. not enough of the vodka. It's, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh it's a learning in pro- learning progress oh the vodka you can tell that i had way more vodka in mine than you did because all my else's ice is gone right that is true yeah um so that's okay that's okay i don't have to work tomorrow you do yeah yes i do you can just drive me home <laughs> um <laughs> you come with me to work tomorrow <laughs> okay yeah yeah i'll just be sitting down there is there like a main area for people to sit i've never been there yeah and you're is there like an actual like place where people congregate oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's a big hall what time do they open for for just right for just me i don't know but the crazy thing is people's in the main hall like all the time so but it's like people that work there no, oh, so I could just come in there. Yeah, you just sit down. They, they just think you were probably like a outside, like doing business salesperson. Like, there's no telling. Yeah. Uh, well, I am. Cerberus Thoughts, the podcast. Yeah. Let me see if you'll sponsor us. Yeah, yeah. I will ask them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I won't. Uh, I haven't even told a single person. No, don't. I mean, I'll I'll bring it up. Right. I'll just. No, It'll no. just be me. I mean, I haven't told anybody I've worked with. Yeah, but, that's like, what I knew that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. You don't tell anybody on the street, neither. You don't tell any of your comedian friends. No, that's not true at all. Nobody at all. I don't, dude, I write it on boxes. <laughs> I, th- I throw the card into boxes that I deliver. I throw my card into uh, six packs and cases of beer at liquor stores. Yeah, I there, I delivered a box to a Cincinnati Reds player 
uh, this was just like two days ago, <laughs> and like I took my Sharpie. I have like the extra large size Sharpies, and I just wrote huge across the box in giant letters, soberlessthoughts.com. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, that was me, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> that would be funny if he's like, soberless thoughts. Eh, let's see what this shit's about. And just it was on the side of his baseball bat that he got uh, from the Louisville Sluggers. Yeah. That I made him sign for. <laughs> this vicious dog. Yeah. And he had a hold back. Down, boy. Damn. Yeah. Stupid dog. <laughs> Actually, probably if he would open the door, it probably would have just licked me to death. Yeah. That's how dogs are. They love me. Yeah. Except for that one dog that I had to bark at. Actually, dude, I forgot to tell you, that dog was out again on me. So remember I told you that this dog came out and I had to like bark at it and like was yelling at it and barking at it. Oh, yeah, to yeah, To get yeah. it back to its porch. And like people were on the sidewalk just looking at me like, what the fuck? So I had a I had something for that house. She had to come out and sign my little thing and uh she's an elderly lady and i'm like hey don't when she goes to open the door i'm like hey don't let your dogs come out like your one dog is a psychopath right and she's like oh it's okay and she's like i'm holding them back with my leg i'm like you're 85 years old those dogs are going to bust right through you. Right. Like, don't even open his, like, can I sign this for you? And I'll leave your yard. Yeah. She's like, no, I'll sign it. I'm like, oh, my God. Sure enough, as soon as she freaking opens the door, that dog just comes right. I'm like, she ain't even standing there. <laughs> like, she wasn't even standing there. Right. Right into the yard. And I, like, like kind of step back, and I'm ready to throw down with this dog. And I, like, hand her my little scanner thing that she can sign. And I'm, like, got my back to her just facing this dog with my fists up. Like, I'm going to punch the fuck out of your dog if it comes at me. Right. And she's, like, and she has a second dog, too, who's super nice. And she's, like, you can pet the white one, but I'd keep my hands away from the brown one. He's kind of crazy. And I'm, like, yeah, I fucking know. I know. So she signs the thing, hands it back to me. And the whole time, the whole time, this dog is like three feet away, the hair sticking up on the back of its neck, just, (laughs) and just freaking out, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So she, like, starts yelling at the dog to come back inside. It ain't having nothing to do with coming back inside. No. I'm inside of its electric barrier. Right. I am the bad guy. It wants a piece of mic. Oh, yeah. So I start walking out. Like towards back towards my truck, which is parked on the street right in front of the house. I start walking out there, but that but it's a super big ass fucking front yard, right? right? It's like fifty yards to get back to my truck. So I got fifty yards between me and the fucking <laughs> end of this electric fence that I gotta fight this dog. And it the further out I get, the more like daring this fucking dog becomes okay well, yeah it's like yeah yeah run bitch run yeah so like but like i am intentionally like not turning my back on it 
Like I'm just like st- st- walking backwards the whole time. This fucking old lady standing in her doorway screaming at this dog. That's wise, by the way. Right. Uh. <laughs> so I'm like walking backwards towards my truck, and and it and every time I would take like two or three steps, and I would get like two or three steps further away from it, it would like make a dash at me, and mm. then stop right before it got to within arm's reach. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to end up fucking breaking this dog's neck right in front of this poor old lady. <laughs> and I'm looking at her and then like the, the whole story that I told you before, like flashes back into my memory. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, start looking at the sidewalk like there's nobody. There's nobody anywhere. Just me, this old lady and this fucking dog. Right. So so i'm like i'm gonna bark at this motherfucker again if he comes charging at me again like i got i'm at this point i'm like maybe 15 yards away from where i know the fence ends the electric fences right then the sidewalk and i'm like so i like start like kind of like like a slow like jog like but like backwards so i'm still facing it and uh sure enough sure fuck enough because I'm not paying any attention to where I'm going, I trip over a fucking root in the grass. Damn. Okay? Like this big-ass fucking thick root. Trip right over it, fall on my ass. As soon as I fall down, this dog is like in a flat-out sprint at me. Right. So I like hop up to my knees. I'm like hands and knees, okay? Okay. I'm on my hands and knees in the grass. Right. This dog's sprinting at me. I start. (laughs) (laughs) On my hands and knees at this dog. It stops. Like from where me, like from what me and you are, like fucking, what are we, three feet, four feet away from each other? Yeah. Four, like four feet away from me. It stops. And I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) On my. While on my hands and knees, and it's just looking at me like, like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> right? He's like, Th- that doesn't normally happen. <laughs> so then, like I get up, like like I kind of spring as much as a fat man can, spring back up to my feet, and the and like just like <laughs> walk off the property. Right. And the whole and that dog did not move from that spot. Yeah. For me the rest of the way off the fucking grass right it just stood there just staring at me like it you spoke its <laughs> language and you said back up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah anyways i've been waiting to get on here and tell you that <laughs> and you brought it up i'm glad yeah i don't have any tie into the denver airport and that's okay at dogs. it doesn't have to be yeah um vodka <laughs> vodka 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 uh let's go from let's go from dog to horse let's do that okay so there is a big ass statue of a big ass blue horse yeah a big demon horse the big demon horse, demon horse. or as people like to call it blucifer 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 <laughs> um, 
The giant blue horse with blazing red eyes greets passengers, pilots, and flight attendants. So it is a cobalt blue horse statue created by sculptor Louis Jimenez. Yeah, he's a Satanist. Who... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who died before it could be completed. Oh, yeah. So what happened was... He gave his life to it. So in 2000... Yeah, I mean, it could be. 2006, when uh, Jimenez was working on his piece titled The Blue Mustang, part of the sculpture fell, which severed an artery in his leg, and he later died in the hospital. That's right. It killed him. And according to uh, Visit Denver, the manner of death led to some... Uh, to some people invent a story about the horse coming to life and attacking the artist. Uh, or uh, also um, Yamira's children finished the sculpture. That's how it's done. And it was un- unveiled in 2008. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's cursed. But yeah, it killed somebody. Yeah, so of course there's a curse to it, right? Yeah. Um, it's a la- life sacrifice, man. Yeah. Or he did it on purpose because, like you said, he could be a Satanist. Mm. Uh, mm. And it was in reference of the horse being one of the four horses of the apocalypse mm-hmm. uh, to bring forth um, the Armageddon. Which which horse was it? wasn't the pale horse it was the cobalt horse what what did that horse specifically bring i don't think there was a cobalt horse there was a green a white a black uh and a skeleton i'm like thinking of the picture a green one i don't remember a green one yeah pestilence pestilence Okay, sorry. No, I guess there wasn't a green one. I don't know. I was thinking pestilence. All right, so the white horse, the red horse, the black horse, the pale horse. Mm, Okay. What's the difference between white and pale? Uh, Good question. Love the enthusiasm. Uh, No idea. See, that's like my wife when she's like, I'm not wearing a white dress at our wedding. (laughs) I'm like, well, what are you wearing? She's like, I'm wearing a pale dress. Yeah, I'm wearing uh, cream color. It looks fucking white. It's it's light. It's whipped cream color. What? That shit's white. Yeah. I don't know. The pale. Maybe it's like... Sorry, let's see. The pale horse. So I looked upon and behold a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death. Death. Hades followed with him. A power was given to them over the fourth of the earth to kill the sword with the hunger with death and by the beasts of the earth. Revelation 6 8. Um, <clears throat> not being clear on what color a pale horse is. Like, because. No. Usually, when people go, man, you're fucking pale, they're going, man, you are white. Uh, what color is pale? Yeah, what color is pale? Peach eggshell. Pale is pale color is a color that is whitish to the point of almost being colorless. Oh. Each pale color corresponds to a hue that has been heavily tinted with white. Oh. Pale colors are due to... 
So it's like so the white horse was less white than the pale horse. Yeah, the the pale horse was almost like a glowing white. <clears throat> yeah, it seemed kind of like I'd never thought of it that way, but now I'm like, should have gone with green, homie. Um, should have gone with a death. Should have rode a green horse. The white horse, like Slimer. The red horse, the black horse, the pale horse. That's so funny because, like, on all these pictures, it's like, yeah, like they're riding the same horse. Just maybe two white horses, right? Huh? I never thought of that before. Yeah. Damn. Do you think what the one? Of the riders was pissed at the other one. Like, dude, I'm the one that white rides the white horse. Like, it's not white, dude. It's pale. It's fucking white. <laughs> I was copying my shit. See, look, like that pale horse looks more yellowish. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 so white is like pure white and pale is like what we are i haven't seen the sun in a while because because we're not pure white it's like because i'm looking at you right now you got a white hat on right which is different color than your skin on your face yeah so and you're pale so the horse was the color the skin of your face the pale horse was and the white horse was the color of your hat there you go makes sense there you go that actually does make a little sense <clears throat> so the pale horse is as, pa- as pale as skin tone yeah just very like the like the part of my ass cheek that doesn't see the sun that's the pale horse the white horse is like a door on a house it's white <clears throat> Right, exactly. So we figured that out. So the blue horse. So where the hell the blue horse? That's where like the Armageddon thing. I like the cursed part of it because yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Or even like if he, as like maybe he was trying to resurrect the blue horse. Like, um, like if he sacrificed himself to for the you know for Lucifer and is there any kind of ancient legend or anything like that that involves a cobalt horse uh or a blue horse i don't know that's a good question um blue the horse the legend cattle 10 mythical horses and their mythologies There is a bunch that have to do with them flying. And apparently there's Hippocampus that is a essentially a seahorse, but it's a horse front and a like a mermaid bottom. And there's a horse with eight legs, so it's like a spider horse. And then centaurs and Yeah, I don't see Like, all of them are white, black. 
I don't see anything on blue horses. Huh. Uh, here's blue horses. Uh, oh, no, that's a canvas. Horses as symbols of power in history and mythology, just in general. Uh, maybe it's something that's so hidden, no one knows about it. Because that's the other thing, like, with all these conspiracies and mythologies, like, of the extreme, like, we all hear about them, and there's so many different varieties, they just, like, all of them get lost in the way, but, like, if there was one that was, like, actually, like, they worshipped a blue horse god, or, you know, it granted them wishes or something crazy, you would think they would keep that shit so close to the vest. Right. So like maybe it didn't maybe the color doesn't matter. Maybe it's just like a crazy uh you know part of a spell to start the Armageddon. Or it's just the only color he had left in his thing and he's poor and he couldn't afford his other color. Right. And that was yeah. That color blue was all he had left. The the back to reality cobalt blue. Epitoire. Uh, yeah. Back to reality. Like like yeah, like the the part where like yeah, he maybe he just that's all he had or um you know, maybe he just really liked cobalt blue and was yeah, just, a, he was big just fan. a big fan. That was right. his favorite color. Right. And the other thing is, they say it has fiery red eyes. Yeah, it and, does. And um, they said it's because, like, his father, I believe, was owned a, like a neon light shop. Yeah, uh, his father owned a neon light shop in Mexico, and that's why it has those kind of bright neon lights as eyes. Yeah, is what they claim yeah. as like a. As like a tribute to his pops. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it, there's nothing scary at all about the demon horse. <laughs> <clears throat> no, it welcomes everyone. Yeah, it welcomes everybody. It represents the freedom of the Southwest. And what they're what they're uh, trying to do there is basically just big, eh, big open arms to everybody that comes into Denver and say, hey, everybody, welcome to the town. Yeah. Oh my God! This is what you have to look forward to. It is crazy looking. I will give it that. It's wild looking, dude. Yeah, it's got spiky hair. Yeah. Like I could see why people are like that thing's. The, Mama said that thing's the devil. That's oh. the devil. Yeah, that is Lucifer. All right, so let's go from Lucifer artwork sculpture to the fucking murals on the walls. <laughs> let's go to there. All right, uh, I was gonna. D- do that before but um with i was gonna tie that in with the nazi thing but yeah let's go with the murals so there is a couple murals that are very questionable at best and one of them is um well you got one that's like uh, basically that some people believe that the art has hidden like has hidden context and meanings which this is like part of the report that i read but it's like what art doesn't number one let's start there right um every painting that i do 
has a hidden UFO in it. Right. I mean, everybody's got something. They've all have hidden. Right. So if you get if you get a painting from Mike Odenbeck, and I sign all of mine in the bottom right hand corner with gold gold paint ink. What is that called? The gold marker. The gold marker. Like a sh- yeah. I sign them all, Mike Odenbeck. Yeah. If you get one of my paintings, because I sell them online. Right. $87 a piece. Nice. Every one of them, if you look hard enough, you will find somewhere in the sky, because I only do landscapes, somewhere in the sky, there is a UFO. Nice. Yes. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. You got to put things in it. There's got to be hidden meaning to it. I mean, well, hell, like, look at, we were just talking about Leonardo da Vinci, like, the whole, not to get into this conspiracy, but, like, the whole conspiracy about him, like, the Mona Lisa isn't actually an actual person. It's a self-portrait of him dressed in drag. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like... And then, so everyone's like trying to figure out who the Mona Lisa is. Who is this Lisa person, um, or Mona, whatever? <laughs> Mona, Lisa, Lisa, Mona. Uh, like, yeah. you know, Lisa Monet, Lisa Monet. Um, whoever you are, but if like if they never existed because it's not a portrait, it's a self portrait, I guess. Uh, but it's the same thing. Like you know, maybe that was dedicated for him and whatever desires he was feeling inside and he wanted to express them in a certain way. You know, that, that's what art is about expressing yourself. That's how he felt. Yeah. When he was getting it in the ass. Yeah. It made him feel pretty. It made him feel pretty. Yeah. Which is the slightest smirk. <laughs> He's like, Hmm, that happened. Uh, <laughs> um, it was a Renaissance. Everybody was doing it. Uh, <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> it's still going on. Drunk, pissed, and coked up. Turn me loose. I'll whoop your ass. I'll whoop anybody in here. I'm a lawnmower. Your ass is grass. Drunk, pissed, and coked up. And a damn good looking, too. I whoop your ass and love your woman when I'm through whooping you. Yeah, your mama told you you was cute, big and handsome and all that stuff. You got some skank to blow your skin flute, and now you think you're tough. Lord, I'm drunk, pissed and coked up. Turn me loose, I'll whoop your ass. I'll whoop anybody in here I'm a lawnmower, your ass is grass Drunk, pissed, and coked up And a damn good looking too I'll whoop your ass and love your woman When I'm through whooping you I'll whoop your ass and love your woman When I'm through whooping you So, the art of the Denver Donkey Airport. Yeah. Um, so, I'm looking at one photo right here, which this one is, is pretty self-explanatory, but it is kind of crazy looking. Um, it is a bunch of kids from all over the world that look like they're beating the hell out of a... 
uh, it's a gray figure with a like a machine gun with a gas mask, and there's two like doves sitting on him. But like the kids are carrying like what looks like there's like a gun, knives, a big ass hammer. I think yeah. someone even said there was like a nuclear bomb in here somewhere. Yeah. Literally, Google search Denver Airport mural, and this is the first one on a pop. Right, and it. But the funny thing is, now that I'm sitting, all right, so I'm looking at it in different ways. So it's either all the kids are destroying this guy and attacking him, or it looks almost like they're trying to rebuild him rebuild him yeah like they're all rushing to him and there's even a guy with the hammer and he's like yeah there's so there's there's a kid with the hammer and like there's another kid that's holding this sword that i'm going to talk about there's another mural with all of these figures ish but this main gas mask figure uh and it looks like this kid isn't like yes you could say the kid is beating the hammer and bending the sword in like debilitating this guy and the two doves are holding him down because of world peace. That's the nice view. The bad view of it looks like this kid is trying to fix his saber and all the kids are rushing towards the guy to revive this faceless, like horrific person like this. I don't know what you call him like this this god of war i guess i don't know it looks uh, to me like the dude is stabbing the doves so he's like fuck peace. oh no no not that one. Oh, there's another one we're, we're getting to that one. Oh, okay that's the obvious one so this that's the obvious one yeah this one is uh children of the world dream of peace mural by leo tangia tang this one gm yes okay at the denver airport BG stock 72 shutter stock. So what's the crazy thing? What's the crazy thing going on in this one? So, all right. So like at first look, and it just could be cause I have booze brain, but, um, so at first, like it looks like, you know, the guy's on the ground, he's clenching his broken gun. There's uh doves sitting on top of him. And then it looks oh, like shit, dude, I didn't even notice that that was the guy on the ground. Right. So, and then you got all these kids that are like, either punishing him with the spirit of love because it's captain planet. And, but if you take a step back and look at it a different way and you go, this actually kind of looks like, like you see a kid in a gray who has similar gray shade of, uh, like his glove and his like coat. He's got a hammer and it either looks like he's bending the guy's original saber but it also kind of looks like he's b- bending it back into shape. It does kind of look like that. And it looks like these other kids have multiple swords wrapped in flags that they're bringing to him. To him. Like they're like, we need war and death. Yes. You've got to come back. We can't have peace. Right. Fuck those birds. Bring on. <laughs> like. Right. And I swear, somebody we support the the military industrial complex, basically. And they're all smiling. I, dude, that's funny. There's even a Cub Scout over here. Oh, it's the American flag. Um, I had that exact hat back in the day. Uh, 
Um, but this is like children of the world. And I swear someone said that there was like a bomb in one of these, but yeah. So the other picture, so moving on to the next picture, if you plan the home game, uh, so this, like I said, it's a picture of a bunch of kids with a bunch of different stuff walking towards this guy. The other picture, which let me see if uh, there's anything I could tell you about these. So the Denver airport has artwork and artifacts sprinkled throughout. It's a 1.5 million square feet. There are, I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, so there's definitely murals everywhere. So the next one is called Children of the World Dream Peace. That was the one that we just did. Children of the World Dream of Peace. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Why is that Children of the World Dream Peace? Now, this one is way more in-your-face horrific. So, the other one was Children of the World of Peace. So, it's like, that's... And the artist, I've even heard his explanation, is he was trying to explain, like, they're taking away the swords and all that but it just looks messed up so this one is way more graphic where you have the same shrouded figure with the gas mask a lot of people say nazi looking nazi looking he's got a gun on the hat yeah it's the hat and the gas and a little bit of his attire but he's got a gun with the blade on it then he's got a saber and it looks like he's stabbing the bird that it represents peace and there's all these like then there's like a bunch of kids that are like crying and there's a bunch of like f- people weeping in the background and kind of like a horrific scene and there's a rainbow in the background yeah, definitely ma- mothers holding dead babies right i just saw that one myself so it's the horrific part of war that's what he says right uh no no he oh. But why the rainbow? That I don't know. Maybe it's like it's always darkest before dawn kind of uh, thing. Because it's because it's coming off the other painting they did, right? I mean, what surprise? Oh yeah, yeah. So they're attached. They're supposed to be attached. Yeah. So if it is, if they are attached, that's a good catch, by the way, because the top of that is the rainbow. But if you look at it, it then if you go from left to right, I don't know how these things are set up in Denver Airport. If you go left with all the kids look like they're reviving the guy, and then the rainbow fades away, and then it's him revived, then he stabs the peace bird, and then it fucks everyone else up. But they're like kids that look like they're like, I don't know if they're scared or what, but once again... So here's uh so here's a little synopsis of this. So in another terminal, two mural paintings by Leo Tangium have fueled other theories. Uh some believe that Tangium's uh children of the world dream of peace and in peace and harmony with nature, that's what it is, are filled with themes of Nazis death genocide and apocalyptic single government world despite their positive titles according to undercover colorado in the section of children of the world dream of peace some believe that the ghost-like soldier represents nazis wearing a gas mask while others have pointed out the letter in the corner is from a child who died at auschwitz 
Oh, I see it now. According to the Thrillist, meanwhile, some people believe that the soldier's saber is killing the Christian dove of peace. Uh, and there's another one. Another one. In uh, in peace and harmony with nature, images of children and people in coffins painted as bleak pictures. But, uh, but the guy basically told... Denver Channel that the murals are a warning of potential outcome of tr- climate change, war, and violence. She added that Jeez. the art is often is it isn't looked at as in entirely. For example, in Peace and Harmony with Nature, has two sections. One side shows the destruction, while the other side shows celebration. So stupid, dude. Climate change isn't real. <laughs> Why do know. people talk about that still? Well, Why do people talk about that still? <laughs> I mean, it is, climate does change, but the argument isn't if it changes or not. It's what's the cause. You're right. Climate is constantly changing. Right. That's, I was like, all right, climate change is happening, but it's, is it a causality of us or is it a causality no, of we nature? We have no effect on it. I, I don't know. We don't. I, I'm I, telling you right now, we don't. I, I don't. According to the top scientists <laughs> who research this shit, uh-huh. we don't have any effect on it. I, it's going to happen. I still doubt it. Regardless, one way or the other. If the flat earth people have taught me anything, uh, <laughs> don't believe scientists. Um, you're right. I can't say. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right with that argument. Because. <laughs> because <laughs> you're right. <laughs> because i cannot i cannot sit here and say that the top scientists on climate change say that climate change is bullshit when i will also say that the top scientists is something else are full of shit exactly right so <laughs> sorry that laugh way too hard at that so i can't do it it was just because you stopped and went holy fucking right <laughs> yeah you're right oh uh, yeah i know i just god <sighs> damn it you're welcome all right enjoy that piece you'll be thinking about that on the run home that motherfucker <laughs> yeah uh, he's absolutely right all right uh, the earth is flat shit yeah Alex and is the right. climate's changing <laughs> alex is right the earth is flat and the climate's changing shit <laughs> <laughs> if we learn nothing tonight that's right that's right <laughs> <sighs> Okay. <laughs> well, that's not what these murals were about. Uh, God, that actually hurt my mm, my gut. All right. Speaking of artwork, let's keep going down that route. Yeah. Because I think there's a couple more art art things here. Gargoyles. Uh, there are gargoyles all over this place. Did you see that mural? Holy shit! No, I did not. I think okay. I saw pieces of this mural. So yeah, this is the one that depicts like there's a penguin in a box. There's some lady in a coffin. There's a little girl in a coffin. There's a buffalo with a hula hoop around its neck. Uh, and 
uh, Forest on Fire. Which, by the way, I still cut the six packs rings because of in the nineties uh, I saw a turtle with a uh, a pop can plastic thing around its body. Same thing with the turtle and the straws. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I think there's something there. You still cut them? Is that what you said? Yeah, I cut them. Yeah, I don't. Why? It's in the garbage bag. And the garbage bag yeah. is going into a landfill in fucking Ohio, okay? <laughs> it ain't going to end up in the fucking ocean. And if it does end up in the ocean, it'll be millions of years from now when this entire fucking area is underwater again, and right. I won't be around to see it. And neither will any of my kids or any of my lineage yeah. or any of that shit, because humans won't exist at that point. I mean, you're right, but... I was going to say, it's crazy how that shit happened in the 90s, and then the whole turtles and straws. Whenever they need us to stop fucking around with plastics in certain ways, some reason they fuck up turtles, and they do it in a way with plastic. Dude, have you tried to drink a Starbucks drink through one of their paper straws? No, but I have drank a paper straw, and it's... fucking horrible dude. yeah it just unravels it's you're so bad it's like someone spit a spit wad at you and you're trying to suck liquid out of but it. but you want to see a fucking idiot ass motherfucker at starbucks lose their fucking mind is when you order the giant size caramel frappuccino and then they sit it out in front of you and you and you pull out your fucking giant ass straw from udf and you throw it in there (laughs) and they're like what the (laughs) dude twice i've done that now and i'm like yeah that's right i'm drinking this the proper way right i mean is that even I, i i don't even see people giving a shit anymore they're just like the turtle that one turtle now the fucking feminist lesbians at the starbucks i get to they have no they have no qualms about giving their attitude when when i pull out my udf straw (laughs) and i stick it in there like that's right that's right bitch step back (laughs) (laughs) you know what next week I was going to do uh, I was going to do a episode on the Jonestown next week. Yeah, I'm not doing it now. You know what I'm going to do next week? What? I'm going to do it on how men rule the fucking world. <laughs> That's what next week's episode is going to be about: how men rule the fucking world. I don't think anyone would necessarily argue with that. I'm not trying to. I'm not. Tr- well, no, no. I'm saying like if if that like you know if someone. I think that would be their qualm in the first place. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to talk about how awesome that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll okay. see. We'll see where that goes. All right. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I could probably tie that in with Jonestown. So I'll just make one big fucking schlag. I mean, you kind of could, really. I am. Yeah. I am. That's what's going to happen. This is going to be interesting. It's (laughs) it's almost like we're going to mix up a batch of homemade Kool-Aid and see how it tastes. It's going to be awesome. All right. Gargoyles. 
Yeah, gargoyles. <laughs> They're all over the Denver airport. Um, but, I need something else to drink. So I got I'm beer. All out. There's beers down here. There's uh, if you want something. Your mini fridge. Yeah. Gargoyles. Yeah. They're everywhere, all over the Denver airport. I don't know why. Um, but do they know why? Well, some of them are like in luggage or got their like arms resting on luggage. But here's the weird thing: like, it's just it's a weird decor where it's like you're putting these weird kind of uh, I don't know what you like, just these kind of gothic pieces of art. But right, why um, would you want to turn your airport into a haunted house? But here's the thing. So here's so I heard that gargoyles are actually supposed to ward off evil spirits. Oh yeah. So if you got a bunch of gargoyles, then it, it there wouldn't be anything sinister so per se there unless you this is where I'm going to turn it on its head. So like like we put up gargoyles to warn off evil spirits, right? But what is an evil spirit to someone who is actually evil? Like if this place is uh, a epicenter of like crazy conspiracy, crazy like you know evil ass people worshiping crazy shit, they they would ward off what they would seem as evil spirits, which would be anything that is not evil essentially so maybe their gargoyles are warding off things that they don't want there so what you're saying is that an evil person's gargoyle is like kate moss kate moss why does that sound familiar who's kate moss (laughs) a model okay um yeah uh or it would be someone that's going, trying to stop them from doing what they're doing. Like a Jesus-like figure? Yeah. I was or thinking more like cops, but sure, let's go with the Jesus Buddhas. Figure. Yeah. Like uh, some fat Buddhas instead of gargoyles? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. Unicorns. Are unicorns evil or good? Good. Okay. They're pure of heart. I I don't know. I heard that they shoot they shit they shit rainbow. <laughs> they shit rainbow colored poops. I hope so. Dude, speaking of rainbow colored poops, I had a ghost poop the other day. Mm. Wow. First time first That's time I've had one. one. First time I've had one in fucking forever. Right. And probably probably more than a year. Probably at least more than a year. Yeah. And as soon as it happened, I instantly thought of you. And this this episode, or not this episode, but this podcast. See, I fucking reversed it that time. Right. Yeah, you did. This podcast, I thought, and I was like, God damn it, I had a ghost poop. And I even wanted to yell something to my wife, but she was sleeping. And you don't want to wake your wife up when she's sleeping. No, that's that's rookie mistake <laughs> that's right there. a bad thing to do. So if you learn anything from this this episode of this podcast tonight it's do not wake your wife up when she's sound asleep right especially if it's something stupid like a ghost poop so so i I was reading something else that just said that the gargoyles this is a harbinger of something evil or nefarious and i've heard i've heard both like they bring it and they 
Wardeth. And they harbored in it. Yeah, like they're like they're the I like the the thing that harbors I don't know. Like they harbored in it. Harbinger? The Harbinger. They harbored in it. Harbinger in it. That's the harbinger in it. Harbinger in it. Harbinger in it. Um, all right. So. So they, yeah, so they bringing it and they having it and they got the holes and they got the, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yes, sir. They got, the thing. they got right there. Um, they got the thing on the back of the hay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the fucking Humpty Dumpties over there. You damn right. Not the Humpty Dumpties, the uh, Igors. Now, what was he? Igor? Yeah. He's just uh, like no, a... No, the hunchback. That's what I'm thinking of. They're I was like about the... to say Igor was a hunchback. So, yeah, it's the yeah. fucking hunchbacks. They're like hunchbacks with demon faces. See, yeah. Igor, e- Igors, not Igors, gargoyles look like demons. Which is why people freak out when they see them in the Denver International Airport. Right. They're like, why are these little demons running around all over the place? It's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I could see that. You know, people, airports are already somewhere like people, you know, a lot of people aren't at ease at airports exactly right like everyone's running they're rushing some people don't like to fly some people don't like to travel right. they're all having their own little little mini panic and anxiety attacks and they're popping their it's z- kind of like when people come over to my house for like a house party yeah and they see that my mm-hmm. entire kitchen is made up of steampunk decor <laughs> and they're like what the fuck yeah like you have these levers for like light switches and shit like it's weird and i'm like you know what it's cool and that's what the Denver airport's like. I got to be honest. That would be kind of badass. That's what I have in I my know. house. Like, have I, you ever been to my house? Not in the kitchen. <laughs> I, I just love the uh, the idea of like the Dr. Frankenstein lever with like the three. Like it's got a handle, but then it goes off into three prongs. And you got to like close it into the little conductors yeah. that like that will accept the three prongs so you put it and it like completes the circuit right and that's how you turn on the fucking lights yeah just ah all right let's turn on the oven yeah dude <laughs> how fucking cool is that yeah that's the shit it is um we have literal steam that comes from our oven when we have it <laughs> working it's amazing. My wife's like, this isn't right. And I'm like, it's cool. It just fits the decor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me try to see how many more of these we got. All right. We got a couple. All right. All right. So. The next one, I feel like this is like hitting all the topics we've talked about. So. There is a, um, so there's a, what is it? The dedication plaque above the time capsule at the DIA, Denver International Airport, um, has also been, uh, 
basically the spotlight of commentary. Uh, the plaque reads, New World Airport Commission, a group that never existed, according to the DIA's website. According to, to Visit Denver, some think that the airport is linked to the New World Order, a conspiracy theory that believes a group of global elite is plotting a dictatorship to overtake the Earth, uh, essentially. Uh <clears throat> Which there's actually a guy I used to work with. I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not. Was I remember last time I was talking to him about conspiracies, he was like, "Oh, I'm reading a book on the New World Order." Um, yeah, man, that's real. Yeah, that dude. We don't get into that kind of shit on this podcast because we try and keep it lightweight. Yeah, uh, but it's fucking real. Yeah, and dude, if we wanted to, I could go so deep into this shit, like so fucking deep, <laughs> so balls deep into all that. But we're not going to because we go we go light on this podcast. But if you want to if you want to hear about that kind of shit, you listen to my other podcast called Balls Deep in the News World Order. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very interesting podcast. It's called Balls Deep in the New World Order. <laughs> Balls Deep in the New World. Um so the reason they think this, so one, because the symbolism of the New World Airport Commission, they believe it's just basically like a, a wink, wink. Which is weird. Like, why would you even make that plaque of something that doesn't even exist? Right. And they've actually explained that they thought it was there. They said it because they were the, when they put it there, it was the newest airport. So it's like they're opening the new world. I don't It was like one of these. Um, so I'm trying to figure out exactly how they put it. Oh, it, so here was the, I was looking for the quote. So we were considered a new world airport, sort of access to the world is what their explanation was, is why they called that the new world. What was it? Not new world order. That's what I was about to say. New world airport commission. Yeah, but there is – why the fuck say airport commission? Yeah, yeah. Like that's saying a group of people who are like – Right. It's commissioned by this group. Right. There's right. a commission. Yeah. But there is no fucking commission. Right. So why even put the word commission in there? It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. So their explanation for it is fucking crackery. It's like – telling people that the earth is a globe <laughs> yeah they it's basically just a crazy um i don't know it's it like it's either someone fucked up or it's a cover-up later where they're like wink wink oh shit too many people know uh we gotta cover this up which part of the reason they believe that here's another part so on the Basically, this whole thing is a plaque. It's, you know, like a time capsule that was put there in March 19th, 1994. And above that date, there is a Freemason symbol. Right. So. It's the scale and the. Right. The scale and the compass. And the compass, right. Um, so, which a lot of people, you know, they, you know, Freemasons, some people put that with the Illuminati. And it has the G in there, too, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Motherfuckers. 
Motherfuckers trying to slide shit in on us, man. We see this shit. We see it. Um, Fucking assholes. I know. They just wave it in front of us now, right? Um, But I don't know why. I think it's probably because I grew up in an all-black neighborhood. uh When I get drunk and I get excited, I talk like a black person. I'm sorry. It comes out like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It is. (laughs) Yeah. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) You talk like you're from the fucking sticks somewhere. Oh, yeah. No, every time. And I talk like I'm from the inner city. Basically, I was going to say that. I was like, we were having that conversation earlier. It's like you get enough booze in you. Yeah. And what you grew up around just kind of slides out with the, like, the more drinks you have, the more it just kind of, I was telling him that at my new job, I was having a couple beers with a couple coworkers, and all of a sudden, it was like, for me to talk as I do on this show, <clears throat> I have to think about what I'm saying, and it's like, if to best represent it, it's like I'm holding, I'm gripping a hold of something that it's not water and it's not solid it's like jello and the uh, more the harder i squeeze the more it squeezes out of my hands <laughs> so it's like i have to gently hold it at all yeah, times yeah. and every once in a while i get too drunk and i either squeeze it too hard or i forget to hold on to it and yeah. i just let it hit the floor so i'll like i'll literally go from 0 to 60 where I'll like be talking, but like, yeah, everything is good and everything's great and you know everything's just as we planned. And then two seconds later, I'm like, "Hot damn! Look at that fucker over there, man! I tell you what!" And they're like, "What did you just say?" I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot where I was at." Hey, uh, <laughs> maybe we should embrace that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should embrace that. You should just let your countryside just flow out. I'll let my inner city side <laughs> just flow out. Yeah. And we'll just, that'll be our banter. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a fun episode. I gotta, I gotta give you that one. That's one where me and you are definitely going to like, everyone's out of the house. Yeah. We are way too many beers deep. Oh yeah. We're like, all right. It's gotta be beers too. Yeah. It can't be any of this. No. Cause liquor is going to make me slur. And right. not a good way, but if I get right. beers, fuck, I don't know. I'm I might even put a dip in. Let's say. There you go. There you go. I don't even dip anymore. So. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even dip anymore. You put a dip in. I'll fucking roll a blunt. <laughs> oh, damn. Hell yeah. We're partying now, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great yeah sounds, sounds like, like a party <laughs> sounds like a lot of fun yeah this might happen it'll be our third year anniversary <laughs> episode yeah god i'd be puking on the ground if i put a dip in i don't know if anybody out there's tried dip before but I, damn if you are not used to it i've never done it before i've never done a chewing tobacco have you all right have you ever Ah, oh, damn! There it is now. I'm talking about it. Um, 
Have you ever like, like I'm guess you've tried cigarettes before, right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Have you ever smoked a cigarette and it gave you like that lightheaded nicotine high? Yeah. Okay. Was it like intense where you felt nauseous? I smoked a cigar once that was like that. Okay. That, but I'm going to say double down on that. Really? And it doesn't go to the fuck away. Like super intense? Like, especially the first time. Like, I think I've told this on here before, but I remember I was hanging out with my cousin who was a couple years older than me, and he he's old country boy, and he was hanging out with his buddies, and we were all playing basketball. And everybody's got a dip in except me. And I had literally probably dipped maybe three times at this point, right? Yeah. And, like, I had done it where I had put it in. The minute I started feeling something, I would pull it out because it was like I realized early. Like, I was like, ooh, I don't want to do too much. Like, it's making me feel something. I need to stop. Right. That was my first gut reaction the first two or three times I did it. So with him – I put it in there, and we're playing, and all of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, I'm starting to feel this. I need to take this out because I don't want it to go too far. And I started to pull, like, pinch it out of my lip, and my cousin was like, you better not pull that fucking thing out of your lip. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, he goes, I just gave you a good. He's like, you know how hard it is to get? Like, because he was, like, 17, and I was fucking yeah. 15. He's like, you better not pull that damn thing out of your lip. I was like, boy, you know how much that shit costs? And it started going off on me. I was like, all right, fine. And so I left it in there, and about halfway through this basketball game, I mean, the world is tilting on its axis. <laughs> I rip this thing out of my lip and i'm like i gotta go in the house and i go in his house and i'm like swishing my mouth out with water i look i my face is pale and green i'm like laying on the couch and his stepdad was like you're right boy i was like i'm just not feeling good i'm feel, i might be a little sick and my cousin and all his buddies were just laughing their ass off like right. i'm like but it also makes you go who the fuck thought that was a good ass idea? <laughs> now I have met people, uh, family members actually. I remember I told someone that, and I, I shit you not, this fucking guy, like I said, he was a cousin, different cousin, looked at me and went, "Oh, that's the best part." <laughs> he goes, "I love it when the whole world starts tilting and everything gets all crazy." I'm like, "You're out of your fucking mind." <laughs> I was like, I hated that. I was like, I thought I was going to throw up in my pants. Like, when I'm tripping balls and I think that everybody's going to die around me. Yeah. That's when I just love it so much. (laughs) It reminds me of uh, that Tom Segura bit he had about uh, the cab driver that was like the crack smoker. I don't know if you ever saw that bit where he was talking about like, um, he's like, basically was. In a cab, and this guy was like, "Hey, man, you care if I smoke weed? I drive better when I smoke weed." He goes, "Yeah, man, do whatever you got to do." And he goes, "Hey, you want to hit it?" He goes, "Yeah, I'll hit it." And he goes, and the cab driver basically starts going, "Man, I like weed, but I like it all." And he goes, "What do you mean all? Yeah. Like mushrooms?" He's like, "No, he's like crack, heroin, everything." And he goes, "What's your favorite?" And he goes, "Definitely crack." And he goes, "What do you do?" And he goes, "Well, what I like to do is fire up a couple rocks, and then I like to." look out of my peephole my front door and i like to just freak the fuck out about what's gonna happen next <laughs> he, oh my god 
And Tom Segura, obviously being a comedian, goes, that sounds like a fucking panic attack, man. I don't want anything to do with that dumb shit. And I'm like, God, that's that's, that's someone who loves that shit. Yeah. You just love the experience of the high. Right. Yeah. That sounds... That sounds like a terrible afternoon. That sounds... Or a couple days, however long that shit lasts. I don't know. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, but that's that's the people that... (laughs) I've realized that now. I'm like... Like, oh, don't you love it when you get too drunk and you feel like the world's tipping over and you got to throw up? That's my favorite part. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, ah, yeah. you should never drink again. You know? Right. Like, right. <laughs> right. Exactly, dude. Right. Exactly. Right. Had this group of girls had to drive home from the bar one night and had three of them. Three out of the four girls were throwing up out of the, wind, out of the three windows available in my fucking car. Puke all over the sides both sides of my suv i had at the time right so pissed and a girl who i was dating at the time she was the only one out of her fur at her and her three friends that wasn't throwing up she's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i didn't know it was gonna be like this I'm like, bitch, you don't even understand. <laughs> like, you've got to pay for the fucking car wash I'm about to have done on this, the detailing I'm having done on the inside of this. Right. And you don't, it's all of it. I'm making, I'm sending you the bill. Right. Sending you the fucking bill. And you know what happened? Huh? We didn't go out again. Uh, I bet. It's like, uh, no more dates for that girl. I remember I was dating this girl and she was telling me about her friends in college. She was like, my friends were kind of wild. I'm like, Oh, okay. And I was sitting there thinking like, what? they just get drunk, a little tipsy. Like she goes, no, they used to like to take Xanax and crush it up and pour it in their own drinks, which would essentially, mm-hmm. if you are into this kind of thing, if you drink, if you drink on Xanax, you black out. Oh yeah, you're fucked. That's the chemical combination. You're probably fucked up. You probably pass out on the bar, right? And well, that's yeah. the thing. They would, they knew their, I guess their chemistry, and they would like, all right, if I do half a pill and a glass of wine, they it would make them black out. And what they would do is, when they were blacked out, they would videotape it and write in a blackout journal. Wait a minute, this is genius yeah this is genius so this group of girls i i went from what a horrible group of girls to this is fucking amazing so it so basically they would all drink and crush up these xanax in their wine and then go out and then they would all eventually black out from all that shit hitting their system and then they'd come home and write in their journal or look at the videotapes and or record whatever that happened that night and then the next morning they'd all get together and they go let's see what the fuck everyone did let's let's go to ihop and watch the videotape right and they'd read through their blackout journal (laughs) of what actually happened that night yeah and i'm like that is 10 levels of crazy like that's amazing like that's what this podcast should be yeah (laughs) it's it's basically And it's having a hangover night. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be. Yeah. We should get blacked out before we hit the record button. Yeah. Do an hour 
set a timer, and then when the timer goes off, just turn off the recording, and then the next day, listen to what the fuck we said. Yeah. I <laughs> got to be honest. I have definitely done this. I've got some of those old cool old school voice recorders where it like had the tapes, the mini tapes. Yeah. I would take that. Me and my buddies would be drinking very heavily. Oh yeah. And I would feel myself like this is gonna get rough. Without them knowing, I would hit record and throw it on the coffee table if we're sitting in somebody's house. And then just see what the fuck came out of the night. You know what? I'm not going to lie. There's been episodes of ours yeah. in the past. Because we used to record two or three episodes in one night. Yeah. And that third, fourth episode that we recorded, mm. that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's been episodes where when I hear it, I go, I don't remember... Oh no! Like, it's always like, man, I don't remember saying that. Like, it just—it's all—it's—it's it's a surprise for us too, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had kind of hard doing that. All right. Um, so you know what they do remember is that the Illuminati definitely put the time capsule in the Denver airport. <laughs> all right. Uh, Let's just hit this last one. So speaking about the Illuminati, so that's part of it. So the other thing is there's these tunnels underneath the Denver airport. And some people think it's for, so they basically with the time capsule, they think that the Denver airport is a big giant Illuminati hub that they can go to and from unnoticed and use the tunnels away from the general public. There's even conspiracies about lizard people, Illuminati, aliens even, and that's where they're secretly keeping them all, like it's a big hub of all these Illuminatis to congregate all over the world um, for world dictatorship and domination and all that kind of thing. You think the Illuminati's all lizard people? I mean, why not? If there are lizard people, why wouldn't they be? Uh, because maybe the lizard people aren't in charge. That's true. But I feel like the fi- the fact we don't see them, the lizard people, yeah, that's what makes me feel like they would be the Illuminati. Mm, if if they existed, know. we would all know about it. And if they were the same intelligent level as us. Well, if they're like, if they're like the, they can make themselves appear to be like us. Oh yeah. Then you know you wouldn't be able to tell that they're actually lizard people, except for like in the rare instances where you see these celebrities and their eyes like accidentally turn into fucking snake eyes and then turn back. Right. Because I see those YouTube videos all the time. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Fuck, Madonna's a lizard person. (laughs) Well, that's from years of plastic surgery. Uh, (laughs) You think just plastic surgery can turn you into a lizard person? Yeah, there's a lizard man in, like, Britain. What? That, what? Yeah, there's, like, a... What? Yeah, dude. he's, He's got, like, tattooed scales all over his face. He, like, split his tongue in half, where it's, like, what? 
I think he even got his eyes tattooed, like took the whites out. That's crazy. Yeah. They, yeah that guy just has a mental disorder <laughs> is all that is. Or he met a lizard person be like, I want to be just like you. And they're like, shh, don't tell nobody. He's like, I won't, but I'm going to be you. Yeah, I'm just going to turn myself into what you look like. Right. When you don't look like what I used to look like. Right. But no longer look like. Because now I look like what you look like when you don't look like what you look like. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm following what you're putting down. Yeah, I concur. I'm picking it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, they... uh. So I watched this documentary or this show or whatever the fuck it was, something on TV, and they're like, yeah, there's all these conspiracies about uh, the tunnels underneath the Denver airport, and this and this chick was like, had like a little gator, and she's like with the host of the conspiracy show, and she's like, look, I will show you the tunnels underneath the airport if you want to see them. And he's like, all right, yeah, let's go. So they hop on the gator, and they just start riding down the tunnel. And she's like, look, it's just like maintenance access ports. Like, is all it is. It's like yeah. there's nothing special about it. When you said gator. But here's the thing. So the people who live around that area were saying that before they built the main hub of the airport yeah they dug down like fucking so far and the this one guy who was on the jesse ventura fucking conspiracy theory show he was saying that he's like it had to have been like 30 40 stories deep damn that they dug down see that was the other thing was like uh He's like, it looked like one of those, a picture of one of those like fucking crazy ass blood diamond mines in Africa Damn. where it like it digs down so fucking deep. Right. And then they started, then they started like trucking trucks of concrete, concrete. trucks down there. Right. And like, you know, and he's like, and then to say that, you know, one fucking level deep of basement is what they're is what they got come mm-hmm. on man come on man i mean yeah i mean if there was like that's the other thing like the level that a hidden organization would hide things would be so much more like it, the best way to hide is to show them a little and make them believe that that's all you know right. what i'm saying right i'd be like no it's just this but in reality you know there's a bunker underneath it full of i don't know uh, secret area 5047 that um, you know they're running experiments on whatever maybe they're trafficking people fuck I don't know like could be yeah. corrupt, fucking anything could be anything yeah dude you know it's crazy hmm. right now currently 2022 has the most largest amount of slavery in the world did you know that well, yeah. Between, because of human trafficking? Human trafficking? Well, hell, dude. Uh, I remember talking about this in one of my classes, but there was still uh, 50% of the world's chocolate was actually made by slaves until like the late 90s. That's fucked. Right. 
and you can Google that, and that's why like there's all this free trade stuff, and it was very horrific. Where like th- this was a class that I got this from, by the way. I I, I kind of confirmed it looking it up later, but it was crazy shit. Where like in these, it was like South America where they would uh they would harvest these cocoa beans and all this stuff like that. Well, it would only grow in harvestable like six months out of the year. So the other six months was like a dormant state. Well, they didn't want to keep these people. Like they didn't want to feed them, clothe them and all that stuff. So they would literally just get rid of them, like off all of them. Then just go out into the different villages and whatnot, cities, and just traffic more people, bring them in and harvest six months from there. Like horrendous practices. That's so crazy, dude. Yeah, because they're like, we can just get more people later. Yeah. And that's and that's that's just one aspect of it, right? Like you got that, you got fucking slavery, you got uh, the fucking sex industry, yeah. You got all this, dude. It's insanity, right? It's insanity, yeah. And people want to talk about fucking gas prices, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> when you th- when when you and when you. Th- get like as deep into this shit is like what the reality of the world is like that kind of shit doesn't even matter it's Mm -hmm. like you're like you're looking at the fucking the flame of the candle that's on top of the fucking birthday cake right is all you're looking at when you're looking at something like that yeah and then you're missing the entire fucking birthday party that's going around. And it's like, and that's all you see is that flame. Right. And you're missing the entire party going on around you. Not not just the fucking rest of the candle, the rest of the cake, the plate that the cake's on, the table that the fucking cake's on, yeah. the people sitting around. I'm talking about the entire fucking party, the house, the fucking town that the fucking party is in. Yeah. That is a... Dude. Good metaphor, by the way. Yeah, Dude, and that's all you see, and it's it's crazy. Right, it's insanity, and I have to take breaks. I have to take breaks, Alex. Yeah, because I know all this shit that's going on, and I have to just stop, and I have to listen to Leonard Skinner <laughs> for, for like a week straight. Just Leonard Skinner, ACDC, just other shit to just clear my mind. Right. To get it out of all the the just insanity that happens in this world. And then I come back and I'm like, all right, what's happening in the world again? <laughs> right. And I start going back into my fucking deep dives. And right. I'm like, God damn it. And you know what? If I turn into somebody who just starts shooting people, then something went wrong. Okay? Yeah. Well, I, yeah I, forgot, I think so. I forgot to take my Leonard Skinner break. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Every other week, Alex, this is what I'm telling you. Every uh-huh. other week, you need to ask me, did you take your Leonard Skinner break? <laughs> All right. And then if I said no, if I hadn't taken my my break yet. Yeah. My just nothing but music break. Say, Mike, stop now and just take a fucking sweet home Alabama, okay? Yeah. 
And I'll be like, all right, buddy. All right. All right. I got you. I got it. All right. I got you. Right. And I'll calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'll calm down just a little bit. Yeah. (sighs) Anyways. Yeah. Actually, I just came off of a break. Nice. Last week. Mm -hmm. All last week. I was on a break. It was fucking beautiful. I listen to music every day, mm-hmm. all day. You know how refreshing it is to just listen to music all day? Yeah, actually, yeah, I it's do. It's great. Yeah. It's great to not just submerse yourself in the insanity that is the fucking world today. <laughs> there, There is actually some truth to that. Yeah, dude. It's fucking refreshing. It's great. Uh, so I did that last week. This week, unfortunately, I've I've done dove back into it and it's 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 crazy and i want to just say that people that people that say that did you hear about here did you hear about this relates to the denver airport Uh uh-huh did you hear that uh elon musk bought twitter right or is in the process right 44 million dollars which that's kind of cheap, but yeah, go ahead. So many people are complaining that you could literally end world hunger with forty-four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, at the same fucking time that that's happening, our government is giving Ukraine for no goddamn reason forty million dollars. Mm. To fight Russia in a war that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And the same people that say you, that bitch at Elon Musk for buying Twitter for $44 million saying that you could end world hunger are applauding the U.S. government for giving Ukraine $40 million to try and fight Russia in a war that doesn't literally exist. You know what sounds crazy? What if Elon Musk is actually just shifting his money to Ukraine, but he needed a way to laundry it? Why would he do that? Elon Power. Musk is Elon Musk is going to start World War Three. Well, what better way than to fund a war, dude? You know what? Because he is. Dude, hold on, listen. This is the we are, we are way the fuck off. Topic I know, no, here. I know. We need Look, to wrap this thing up here in a second. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk has the satellites that are like the do you know you know what I'm talking about? He sent up like fucking five thousand satellites in the space, right? Nice. These satellites, I can't got Starlink, I think something like that mm. is what he's calling them. They literally are the satellites that control the drones that they're using to fight russia right now in ukraine Mm, yeah and he is behind all of it right and then at the same time he's telling putin like i will challenge you to one-on-one combat oh yeah forget about that and we'll end this right now yeah all of this and he's a u.s citizen he's trying to get us into world war three people are saying that he's a savior yeah. Right wing people are saying that he's a savior yeah. for the shit that he's doing, like buying Twitter and all this other bullshit. Right. Like, oh yeah, uh, let's let's a hundred percent. Like, we need free freedom of speech and all this other bullshit. Right. Right. No. In reality, 
He is trying to end the fucking world. You heard her here. So, do you think he's a lizard person? Uh, guaranteed, dude. Right. Have you ever heard a man talk? <laughs> Maybe he didn't get the lesson plan like the rest of them. Yeah, he was too busy focusing on how to fucking fuck shit up. Right. Dude. Yeah. There, there's something definitely lizardly about him i'm i guarantee he's a hermaphrodite nothing against hermaphrodites yeah but i guarantee he's one of them and he's a lizard person and you know what else do you know what he named his kids it's like xr or something 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 random letters and numbers yeah you know what that means what it's not a real child <laughs> it's a clone yeah he's just cloning himself Ooh, good call that's what's happening yeah so uh <laughs> mike where can you find the podcast <laughs> well you know what you can find the podcast on social media uh, we got Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, both those are soberless thoughts. You send us the DMs, and we'll answer those DMs with a DM back to you. Yep. And uh, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, that's owned by Elon Musk one day, maybe. Because uh, it's not currently. Did you know? It's not currently. What? It's just a proposed. It's just proposed. Yeah thing it's not an actual thing yet yeah anyways think soberless on uh on what was i twitter on twitter think soberless or just search soberless thoughts send us an email at soberless thoughts at gmail.com or you can find us at soberless thoughts.com all the old episodes uh along with the new episodes they're all there everything's there or you can uh just Google search soberless thoughts. And that's soberless thoughts. That's right. And you will find all of our stuff, all the podcasts, the catchers out there that catch in podcasts. Uh, what you need to do is you need to get on either Spotify or iTunes and you need to rate and review and comment and say hey this podcast either x y or z whatever it is i don't care whatever just say something and then uh the last thing is find somebody find a friend find a loved one find a hated one find just a random person on the street whatever it might be and tell them about soberless thoughts and that's that's our advertising right there yeah and uh it's either that or the or the porta potties (laughs) that we always write in and it's those are the only ways that we advertise the podcast and that's the only ways that we will ever advertise the podcast. Right. Is either random porta potties <laughs> or just word of mouth on the street. Yeah. So tell your friends. Soberless thoughts. Alex, what do we say when we get out here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out.
got nothing at all Not the shirt right off his back He ain't got nothing at all And say a word for Ginger Brown Walks with his head down to the ground And took the shoes right off his feet And threw the poor boy right out in the street And this is what he said Oh, sweet nothing She ain't got nothing at all I'm recording a podcast. Mike, are you fucking serious? You've been there over three hours. Yeah, we were just at the liquor store, and then we went back to a different liquor store, and then to another liquor store to finally get the stuff that we were looking for. You said you were bringing stuff from here, like beer or whatever. I didn't bring anything from there. For three hours, you've been shopping. No, we've been recording the podcast for an hour and 45 minutes. Why are you still recording? We're about to get off right now. Took the shoes, took the shoes from his feet. And threw the poor boy out into the street. And this is why he's still.